Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Join Cody and Hooch once again and get all the juicy behind-the-scenes tidbits you can handle. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now. Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here, I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat mama. <laughs> okay, ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10 22 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. Warning! What you are about to listen to is paid content. This is for Pro Plus Power Hour Streamcast subscribers only. If you haven't paid for this bonus hour, turn it off immediately, or you will be in serious legal jeopardy. This is a lawyer talking. Please welcome Connor Doyle, Shane Cooley of the podcast Power Hour Bonus Hour. Thank you, everybody. We wanted to start off. I'm Shane. Um. Oh, uh, Connor. I'm Connor. Doyle. Doyle. And together we host the Power Hour... Power Hour Bonus Hour. Bonus Hour. And we wanted to do a TED Talk today with, the, with all of you. Mm-hmm. Give yourselves a round of applause. Pat yourselves on the back. Give us one too. And with our podcast, we are experts in improvisation. Uh, improvising. Shane, hold up. You're moving faster than the slides. Hold on. Part of improvising is to slow down and take your time. Time. To ask the questions. Who am I? Who are you? Why are we here? What are we doing? And who is this for? Who are you? What do you want? Yeah. You. What do you want? What are you doing here? Just improv something. That's the question we ask ourselves all the time. Just improv something. You think it's a statement, but you put a question mark on it, and it's a question. That's right. And we're here to talk about the art of improv. And the thing about improv is that it can help you in your everyday life. It will help you get a girlfriend. Uh, it will make you better at your job, whatever it is. Knowing to say yes and is great if you're a freaking fighter pilot. It's great if you wash windows. It's the best if you're an improviser. And yeah, if you're doing a TED Talk like we are, and you're talking about the art of improv, and what we're trying to do right now is to perform this full TED Talk without anything prepared. 
And I think we fooled you thus far. You guys probably thought with the slides, mm-hmm. right, that it was actually planned out ahead of time. That's as far as we got. Just the title. So all of this we're going to use to teach you how to improv and what that is and why you want it and who we are. But also why you should listen to our podcast and who you are. See, sometimes it doesn't always line up what you plan to say with your partner, but you always always say yes. Yes. And that wasn't rehearsed. Not at all, but it worked, you know? This is the thing, people, is that you might set sail and you find, oh, I'm never going to make it to the tropics. I'm never going to be able to circumnavigate the globe. But then as you set out, you find that the type of wood that you used Uh, is very porous and it expands in the water and that fish and dolphins just jump up into your boat. You don't need to worry about food and that salt water is actually fine to drink. There's all these things that you don't really realize until you're on the road to where you're going. I did, Shane. And isn't that interesting, listeners? Isn't that interesting? Thank you. We respect a a response. Mm -hmm. We expect a response when we say these things. We're not even going to edit this episode. Sometimes we edit our episodes, but we thought improv, it's raw, it's real, it's tight. And TED Talks has the, uh, has the licensing over this. Although we are going to change that. This, for now, it is a TIFF talk. Um, and TIFF is in here somewhere. If you could crow like a bird. Stand up, TIFF. TIFF? <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, TIFF. The beautiful Tiff. Uh, we're not going to give out her last name. We don't want you doxing her. All Go right? away now, Tiff. Go away. So, to recap, what have you guys learned so far? We're waiting. I was hoping that you guys would improv something there. Because rule one of improv is that you never stop talking. Yeah. Um, rule number two of improv... Questions are angel food, right? This is what you want, is, is you want questions, right? Because imagine, okay, Shane and I are in the scene, or uh, let's say we're, we're at... We're at we'll, we'll start up a scene. We'll start up a scene for you Rev guys. Rev this scene up. Imagine, if you will, uh, we're both fighter pilots um, at our job, getting ready... For a long, hard day of fighter piloting. Vroom, vroom. We're going to fly today, boys. And I'd like you to pay particular attention to the questions in this one. My name's going to be Creamy Daniels. Uh, But that'll become evident within the sketch. I'm trying to remember what name I was going to go with. You wrote them down before we got here. Yeah, I was trying to remember what it was. I'll just have to improv something. (sighs) That's Amazing. The art of improv, everyone. Art of improv. Thank you. Hello, what is your name? Hi, I'm Creamy Daniels, and I'm a fighter pilot. Your best friend. Oh, yes. See how Shane made a statement there? We can now clearly understand that I am his best friend, or the character that I'm playing is his best friend, and that's a problem. Because the best thing about improv is just complete misunderstanding of what's going on. If you can make it as confusing and as inaccessible as possible, people really respond to that. Hello, Creamy. My name's Stormy. Stormy Daniels. 
Is this a politics thing? Sorry, that's an aside to you guys. Is this a politics thing? Do you think maybe it has something to do with politics? Is being topical good for improv? Yes, always. You know? Yes. And here's the thing, guys. I also kind of screwed up there. I should have said, Hello, Creamy. Is my name Stormy Daniels? And then I would say, I'm not sure, Stormy. Maybe. Which was Which also is a, a question. But it's kind of a half and half. Yeah. It's, a, it's really the softest statement you can make. And that's very important for improv. Because now this scene could go anywhere and it goes nowhere. And that's the art of improv. You don't want a start. You don't want an end. You want things to exist within a world that the people get to crack the shell open of just, and just have a look inside. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if this scene's going to go somewhere, what? We're going to get all you guys? We're going to freaking go around the street? We're going to go to the IGA grocery store across the street? I don't think so. I don't care how good the honey buns are. That was a joke. Please, everybody. Please laugh. Laugh at the, uh, at the IGA reference. The acoustics are bad in here. Yeah, they are laughing. I don't know if it picks up on the mics. Well, you guys are laughing hard. Uh, okay, well, I guess we can move on to the third rule, rule of, of improv. improv. Jingles. Jingles. See? See? We said that at the same time. This is going good. And we're improving these rules. This is what it's like when you just get so in the groove with another person. It's real. It becomes real. Your dreams become reality. It really is. We're kind of stuck in this... Uh, in this relationship, we can't get out of this headspace. Nobody else can stand us. No one will sit in the same room. So jingles. Now, jingles are great uh, because, again, they're endless and they take no work. Uh, they don't take up more than half of your editing time. They don't get you stuck in a rut going, we already did a fucking train one. Because you can do whatever you want. It's improv. And it's great because when you're um, putting together... A, we'll say podcast, but it could really be anything. It could be fighter Audio pilot book. presentation. It could be a uh, talk over each other uh, seminar. It could be a uh, bonus Something podcast. Something like that. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. And the beauty is, if you think something's going nowhere, you can just say a non sequitur and say that's a jingle. And then later, when you have an unlimited amount of time... You can put together what is maybe a more polished joke. And really, really lay into how much you hate that past self of yours. Yeah. That's definitely a part of it. That's definitely a part of improv is loathing what you said when you couldn't think of anything. Okay. uh, Shane, can I speak to Creamy, please? Creamy here. You notice how my voice changed? Did you guys notice? Great character work. Again, that'll be for another seminar, but get, just keep in mind that a quick change of the voice. Watch, watch this change here. My name's Connor, and my name's Stormy. Wow. Am I right, people? Am I right? So uh, let's continue this scene, and then we'll uh, maybe end it with a jingle, uh, and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. <clears throat> what do you have for lunch today, Creamy? I have a pamphlet on how good improv is. What? So again, questions are good. We don't know what to do. So we're going to cut to a jingle. All right. Uh, look, we'll pick up these instruments here. Um, so, I mean, first thing to do, because it's all improv, is maybe figure out what, um, 
what what the jingle's about. It's some fighter pilot fighter, thing, I guess. Fighter pilots. Uh, so what? Normally we would play some Judas Priest to kind of get in the mood, but uh, I don't know if we're allowed to play that for you guys here. So yeah, get some chords in. Fighting. Like that's as much as we can do because that is Judas Priest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a jingle, and it's as easy as that. You know, you just put one together. Fighter pilots. So now it's more of a complete scene, and that leads us to rule four. Always make a complete scene. Don't leave any loose ends. Sorry, we had to let the cat off of the stage. had to let the cat off the stage. Um, yes, you don't want to leave any loose ends. So we know that, to pull back to the scene we just did, we know that Creamy and Stormy um, are both fire pilots. They're both at lunch together. They're both asking questions and they're both topical. They're having lunch and we know that Creamy is also uh, apparently going to eat a pamphlet about improv. Yep. Yeah. And see, those are the two things that are topical. One, Stormy Daniels suing the president, I think. A two, uh, improv seminars. Hottest thing in the world right now. Right. And here's the thing. So we know what they're doing, but what's even more exciting about this, and I really want you guys to zero in on this. I really want you to zero in laser focus. What aren't they saying? What isn't mm. happening? Because really, that's the core of improv. What is not happening in front of you? It's the jazz of comedy. The possibilities are endless. And if you never touch on them, they will always be endless. It's the jokes you're not saying. Right. It's, it's anti-comedy. So let's talk about rule four, I think, Ron. The jokes that aren't happening. So what in the scene we've done are the jokes that we haven't been saying yet, Connor? We'll go back and forth. Oh, all of the racist ones. None of those have been said at all. None of them have been said, and you guys are laughing. Loving it. Uh, loving that we're not doing any um, poorly thought out accents. Some of us are loving that. Um, they, uh, no, no ventriloquist dummies. No references to popular culture. And again, no dead air. You know, guys, we're running uh, out of steam up here. Very and that's something you got to be able to live in if you're uh, going to be a professional improvist like we are. Right. Chain, I like to, uh, well, why don't we show you number five, how to pick that steam up. Just pick it up. Normally, we would just say something and then put a jingle in and then, hey, we're spinning a wheel of bugs. There we go. But we didn't bring any of that because we're improving it. Right. We're improving it. So, um, what we like to do to get jazz, to get going, we run on the spot. The more lightheaded you are, the more likely you are to come up with a new ideas. Right. For instance, <gasps> rule number five. Always speak at the same time. That was the most successful one we've done of those because we've learned rule five and we've internalized it. We both think, okay, is this going to be a rule five moment? And a lot of time it's not. Sometimes I'll put up the five fingers and each one of those represents a rule. But when they're there all at the same time, rule five. And then Connor knows that. Hand signals. I, That's I, rule six. I used to think that... 
all five fingers up meant we were incorporating all of the rules up until that point. That was silly. See, that's the art of discussing things outside of improv and being friends outside of just getting together and doing comedy stuff for nobody. Which is rule seven. Rule seven. Um, so rule six, again, was hand signals. Hand signals. Do them all the time and so understand them. We need to get in and out of these recording sessions tactically, people. Okay? It's, you can... There's a lot of baddies out there. There's a lot of dangerous stuff. We, we take things out. Yeah, like uh, small talk. Nope. Dangerous. Connor, I, Connor lets me into the building, takes you up in the elevator, and we purposely don't say a word to each other until we get that mic turned on. Right, because we don't want to waste it. No, not at all. We cut out maybe... I'm going to be generous here. Two minutes of material that we've ever spoken to each other. Everything else is on tape. Mm-hmm. And you've heard it. We realized that early on because uh, we met in preschool, I think. And then from then on, we didn't say a word to each other uh, until... The advent of the Motorola Razor? Was that when we first started? I think that was it. Recording? I think is mm-hmm. when we started recording with the Razor. Rule 8. Don't nap. <laughs> Never nap. Especially when you're supposed to be improvising. Guys, this one does not seem obvious. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like something that you would... like. You're like, well, when's that ever going to happen? You'd be surprised. It's Things so get boring recording a podcast. When, especially with all the dead air. You just you, Sometimes you got to close them peepers. Not off. Oh, yeah. Do not not off. Not off. Do not not off. Don't nap. Rule nine. Mm-hmm. Callbacks. People love them. People love when you, you say a thing you've said before, like don't nap. That was a joke we made a couple episodes ago, and it's hilarious now because you're hearing it again. Yeah, and again, this callback that just happens, I think, only enhances the joke. It's only funnier now. Um, because and, we talk about how inept our writing is. Exactly. And then uh, rule uh, 10 is also callbacks, and it's almost a callback back to the callback that we made. Um, I'm cracking up thinking about this one. I can't, I can't stand it. <laughs> I'm dying over here. Rule 11. Try to trick as many people as you can into watching or listening to your improv. That's right. So we already got you guys. Uh, you've been duped. Suckers. You've actually listened this far. You've listened 17 minutes in. Oh, woof. Um, friends and family, who can you trick into it? You know, you get your brother to listen to the first episode and 10 minutes in, he turns it off and he says, it sounds like you guys are having fun. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a fun one. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And that's how you get those new listeners. You get, that's how you get them energized. Or you're just like, you, you know, you tell your dad and your dad's like, what's a podcast? And you're like, okay, dad, download this app and this is my podcast. And he listens to the first episode and says... I like that app. And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, uh, what's it? The 38th one. And you're like, it, it's a joke. It'll become relevant, I guess. You'll like it, dad. You'll like it. And, uh, yeah, your coworkers, you know, you go to their concerts and stuff, but they won't even sit at home and listen to a couple jokes you've made. And you, uh, tell your listeners to send in some power mail. And they don't. They don't. You've told them. The email. But they don't. 
power hour bonus hour the number two at gmail.com sends power mail but they don't rate and subscribe on itunes i don't think we've ever said that but that might help nobody does guys i know you're all crying now and that's rule number 12 sometimes improv is set and you gotta work that sorrow into your magic Sometimes uh, improvers, when you see them up there and they're tr- putting their heart into it, they're crying. Look, it seems like a glorious, beautiful, easy, lovely life. But let me tell you, most of these guys are actually depressed. Just having a rough go. Which leads us to rule... What are we on? 13. Rule 13. Lucky 13. Right. We skipped this one. We never talked about it. Rule 14. Banished. It's been banished. Rule 14, though. Um, I always try to come up with an idea before you start podcasting. Yeah, because let me tell you guys, it is so embarrassing when you get 19 and a half minutes into an episode and you wonder, I haven't said anything good yet. (laughs) You think, well, this isn't good. Is there a way to salvage this? And you go, which poor souls listen to this point? And I think... Jason? Bless you, Jason. Send some power mail. Uh, Power bless to Jason uh, for making it this far and to the rest of you. Um, I mean, you in your seats, you have to. We we did belt you in with some time locks. Tiff's got the doors barred. You're not leaving. And I know they said it was going to be a seven-minute presentation. Well... Guess what? Improv doesn't follow the rules, baby. Improv has no rules. That's the secret rule. That's rule 15. No rules. Improv has no rules. Except there are some and you have to bend them. You can't break them. (laughs) Don't break them. Never. Yes and never no. Right. Yes and never no. You can bend that and say, Mimi. (laughs) But you cannot break those rules they're unbreakable like the bruce millis movie i haven't seen it really yeah now this is also improv guys because improv is just a conversation uh but instead of it being in between two people it's in between two people and other people have decided it's worth listening to instead of being between two people it's between two titans of the stage and screen now i like that better and Um, the thing about improv is that you can always go back and change it. See, I said no and. Right, he said no and, so we're going to just remove what I said from the audio recording there, and this is going to sound incredible. It's going to mm-hmm. sound like we totally meant it, and we're good at what we do. So how are you guys doing? Improv something. That sounds nice. I wouldn't do that. No, get off. Don't. I didn't say come on the stage. Why would I say that? All right, let give him the mic. Let's see what he's got to say. Yeah. Hi guys. Hi guys. And uh, I had a quick question. Big, big, big fan, long fan. Just wanted to say, I think what you guys do is amazing and great. Uh, nobody improvs like you guys. What would you What would you say? 
to an inspiring improv musician, actor, director, writer, artist like myself, how would you say they need to break into the industry? That's a great question. What was your name, sir? Connor. Okay, guys. So, rule number 16. Don't use your real name because then people can find you. And they know when you're fibbing. Okay. We're going to act like Connor didn't slip character there. Don't let them know that you're fibbing. (laughs) Fibonacci sequence over here. Try to fit in as many puns as you can. And the way that I would say you should and break try into and make him sexy, so it's not just Fibonacci; it's Fibonacci. <laughs> try and try and get them as sexy as possible. And these are these are what Shane's a master of. Yeah, I'll sl- you know a lot of the time they hit the cutting room floor because I think they'll get a little too randy, and then we have to put the explicit tag. We don't want to do that. That's right. But since we're in a live scenario right now, we can do one of Shane's randy workshops. Um, so when we do this, we like to sort of throw out some puns or, or, or sort of, we like to throw out phrases and then just see, uh, what Shane will do with them in his sick, twisted mind. That funhouse mirror that sits in between his ears and reflects society back at itself. Do you improv that? I did. That was beautiful. Give me a phrase. A stitch in time saves nine. A stitch in time saves nine. Nine. Um, See, none of those words rhyme with any sort of genitals I can think of. So that, like, that's I'm I'm pulling the, back the veil here. I'm letting you guys into my funhouse mind. Let's dive into this osmosis. Stitching Jones time style. saves nine all the time. I mean, close. Uh, I like, mean, what do we have? Can we then manipulate another genital? Uh, I, would, well, I, would go, like I would go right away like come that doesn't really fit a common time is nine all time right that doesn't really work a common time saves nine that's as close is that what we're, we're yeah. we've landed on a common yeah, time saves I think so nine. um do y'all want to go home we're gonna play you out <laughs> Everybody, please applaud over top of this. And, We're not uh, going backstage again. You guys... Leave. You guys will all leave while clapping. And, but do not face away from us and show us disrespect. Moonwalk. Moonwalk and clap your way out of this auditorium. I don't... I don't care. I don't care that Mark Barron's up here. Moonwalk. Uh, and then remember, guys, that improv is sometimes... Bad. Go. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? (laughs) Of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. 
Dad deserves double the thanks this year. So this Father's Day, give him the power tool system that has everything for every job. The RYOBI One Plus tool system now on special buy. Over 260 RYOBI tools powered by one interchangeable 18-volt battery. And for a limited time, when you make a qualifying RYOBI purchase, you get one select tool or battery free. Feels like Father's Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid through July 31st, 2022. Valid at participating stores and online. Limit one per transaction.